godly ocean of appetites. For the godly ocean of appetites. For the godly ocean of appetites. For the godly ocean of appetites. up listeners welcome to commuters communion your devotional appetizers for the godly on the go my goal is to help you to stay spiritually fed through your communion with christ even if you had to stop by the drive through my name is terrence moore at rhythm and redemption on instagram and today what's on the menu humility versus hubris Yo, so check this out. When me and my wife were just dating, one of my regular prayers was that God would strengthen me to love her by sacrificing, to lead her by serving. Um, that was my regular prayer. It's two things that I, um, yeah, that I really saw in Jesus and his model to love, right? And so uh, the thing about it is after marriage, I realized that I should have also been praying to protect her by practicing humility. Because love requires a lot of that. It requires a lot of humility. Um, so, yeah, y'all pray for me on that, for real. Um, but the fact of the matter is that, also, for any of us, it takes a lot of humility to love, as well as to lead well. Um, the problem, in addition to that, though, applicable to all of us, is that we're all prone to the enemy of humility, pride. Not only that, the flesh is inclination towards pride is something that we're already naturally prone to because again we're human um and yeah that's just the enemy towards exercising humility and it's the main kind of factor towards us exhibiting pride you know and what makes that natural inclination towards pride even more difficult is based on what position you're in now what you might think of when i say position um is like your actual title or a role or something like that and i mean that but what i also mean is like positioning other realms and definitions and understandings and that can be taken the form of several things what it appeared to me um and is within two capacities um not only our position in terms of a title or, or a role or something like that but what about a position as a moral justification basically like you coming from a place of i'm right at this point you know what i'm saying like you've yeah, you, you have the feeling of being right on something. And so this moral justification of knowing that you're on the right side of an issue, that's a position. Um, you have the right position, right? Now, also, what does it mean, thirdly, to have position as, as feelings? Um, and so even before you get into what's right or technically wrong or whatever else, when you're in your feelings about something, whether you're angry, whether you're uh, sad, whether you are jealous like whatever oftentimes that that can be a position that takes like prominence and stuff there as well and so that's something that we can recognize and i bring these things up because all three of these things are positions that can threaten our 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 ability to illustrate humility and that can really feed into us being prideful and this is something again that i'm speaking from from first person into um as a, as a newlywed and as a husband that yeah as i mentioned in the beginning should have been praying a lot more into that um, so anyway, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about positions. And if I was to break it down into a main point as to how this all comes together, uh, positions and pride and humility, my main point would be this. Your positions are meant to serve your humility, not your pride. Now, to go into this a little bit deeper, um, I'm going to point it to some scripture, of course, like I always do. 
um, a few things come to mind. I won't exegete these scriptures or teach them kind of line by line, uh, but I'm going to read them and give us some good thoughts to, to go into from those. The first scripture that I'm looking at is going to be in Luke 22, verses 24 through 27. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, the king of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. So that's Luke 22, verses 24 through 27. And I also want to point our attention to Philippians 2, verses 3 to 9. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset of Jesus Christ, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. So those are two scriptures that I'm going to reference as we go into these couple of points. And the points, again, going to the main point is that our position should serve our humility and not our pride. And again, as I'm going into the different ways in which you can see a position, uh, I'm going to speak about how each of those can threaten our humility. So um, and those three positions are positions as a title, position as a moral justification or feeling right and position as feelings. Um, so let me crack open those for the first one. When I speak about a position as a title, I think that's probably the one that's most um, the one that's most obvious to us. Right. Like if you get that new promotion, a new title at a job, you know, if you get this new formal title within your relationship to others, whether that can be familial, um, something within your family or whether that can be relational, something within another person, you just became friend or you and your uh significant other just officially became something else like what do we do we use that title as an opportunity to share humility oftentimes i think we use it as a way to take our foot off the gas within humility we use it to to say oh i'm at this place so therefore i have this authority and that's what jesus is referencing within him talking about the king of the gentiles they use their authority to benefit themselves and that's not what we want to do. That's not what godly leadership and godly love looks like. Godly leadership and godly love looks like using the very thing that you've been given to elevate yourself over somebody or to have authority to serve them. Um, and I think that's something that we have to be mindful of. Um, and I think it's something that's very naturally and very easily set up for us to, to, yeah, to not exercise humility. So be mindful of that position as a title and that position as threat to humility. The second thing is a position as a moral justification or being right. Now, in case that sounds way too lofty, which I feel like it does, let me put y'all, let me put this in an example of how it appears to me. Uh, the times where I am most liable to be prideful with my wife is when I'm think I'm when is when I think I'm right on something. Is when I think like something happened the way that I see it, and like because uh, I disagree with her view, 
there is a very 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 uh solid like just obstacle there in me showing humility and me showing compassion and me showing empathy and that's something I need to work on if I can and I confess that to the Lord and I confess that to y'all as well um and I know I'm not alone there um it's very natural again and very easy within our flesh within our carnal thinking to go just because you think you're right on something because you think you're on the right side of an issue or history or whatnot to think that you don't need to show humility or compassion or empathy or just um just leadership and love to the people who you think are on the other side and so again we need to take that model something that we've been conditioned to think and submit that to the model and example of our lord jesus christ he being established in all righteousness still showed humility to his father god and 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 um yeah just showed love to people that he came to serve like if anybody could have been like if anybody could have been like um all right well i've been doing this right and i've been you know i've been keeping the laws and i've been obedience to god y'all ain't been doing that so i'm not about to spend time with y'all talking to disciples i'm not about to spend time with y'all healing and teaching and um yeah just showing y'all the way because y'all like y'all ain't yeah y'all is all the way off you know jesus could have been that one but he wasn't that wasn't his example and that wasn't how he loved and that wasn't how he lived um and so i think i'm challenged personally if ain't nobody else listening to this is challenged to that i'm challenged by that with how i let my own esteeming of being right or a position of moral justification or whatever how i let that undermine my ability to show humility and practice humility um yeah and i challenge you to think about that as well <laughs> now the third one is uh the third one is funny because um the third one is funny because it's probably the most irrational position as feelings so what do you do when what do you do when you feel something to your core whether that's you're sincerely angry with somebody you're sincerely jealous you're sincerely sad you're thoroughly annoyed irritated like whatever when you have feelings um what do you do and it's hard because I don't I don't think the answer is to invalidate your feelings. The answer isn't to convince yourself that you don't feel away. But I do think and I think scripture uh, leads us to, to think that like our feelings shouldn't be driving how we act and how we serve and how we love. Right. And so, um, yeah, like it's simple in this capacity, to be honest, like at the at the core of like your heart when you feel something do you still give opportunity for humility to lead as much as you allow pride to lead do you allow humility to take over and determine what's rational or even to determine what's loving and uh caring compassionate or do you allow how you feel to do that and so yeah those are just again three positions that i see um that i see are just huge threats to our uh, humility is not only positions as a title and as a role and things like that as a responsibility it's positions also as a place of moral justification or a sense of feeling right um, and it's not only those two things it's position as uh, feelings those three things that we want to give deference so easily and so naturally within our flesh as excuses to not act in humility and love and leadership towards people those are the models in which Jesus sets for us and that the core of those is humility so yeah that's what we have for today your positions as my main point says are meant to serve your humility not your pride so for today's to go play i have both a question and i have a prompt for you for the question is simple do the positions that you find yourself in increase your pride towards others or your humility 
And what shape and what form is that most likely to take place and to be threatening to your humility? Think on that. For the prompt, also simple. Because sometimes we're not able to see these things as clearly. So for the prompt, I want you to ask the Lord in prayer to give you and to show you an opportunity to exercise humility in the midst of any of these positions and show you where you're liable to be prideful. Pack that up, saints. Put it in the go box. Um, I'm gonna pray for us so that you don't keep it in the go box and put it in the refrigerator and then never take it out and uh, take it to the Lord. <laughs> All right, let me pray and be serious. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you so much, oh God, for being just uh, your creations, oh God, and your loving and tender care, oh Lord. Uh, we're in your loving and tender care because we depend on you and we need you and we're fragile without you, oh Lord. We're prone to wander from you and we're prone to be um, just aggressive and hostile and not loving towards others. We need your help so that we're not that. We need your help through the fruits of the spirit that you put in us. We need your help to showcase humility. We need your help, oh God, to do those things when we have positions that incline us not to be loving and to lead in the right way. Dear Lord, we need your help for all those things, help from the from noticing and acknowledging it to acting rightfully in those. When we get weary, let us look at your example that you set and how you show showcased humility. Let that be what captivates us and what gives us the grace to show grace to others, oh Lord. Um, do that for us, your children, out of your love and through your grace. It's in your precious son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Alright folks, appreciate you for riding on yet another episode of Commuters Communion. Um, of course, if you haven't already, make sure to follow us at Rhythm and Redemption. Follow my producer, Tay the Producer. Uh, make sure that you subscribe, share, like the podcast in whatever um, form you're playing. And of course, as always, stay fed. <laughs>